Hear the Gospel of our Saviour Christ, according to St. Luke, chapter 5, beginning in the first verse. Glory to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Once, while Jesus was standing beside a lake of Gennesaret, and the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he saw two boats there at the shore of the lake. The fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little away from the shore. And he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Push out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we have worked all night long, but we've caught nothing. Yet, if you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done this, they caught so many fish that their nets were beginning to break. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats, so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For he and all who were with him were amazed at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Then Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching people. When they had brought their boats to shore, they left everything and followed him. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Let me pray for us. Father, we thank you for your words, and we thank you for the opportunity in this short period of time to learn together as leaders from what you're saying to us in our context. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, good evening, everyone. Nice to see you. As Mara said, my name is Rob, I'm the rector just down the road in Holy Trinity, Rathmines. And I'd like to speak to you today for a few moments about the journey of transformation in leadership and how important it is. When I was growing up here in Dublin, and I grow, grew up in a largest family with uh, five, five of us in total, I had a group of siblings, we were quite close. And my father, who was from the inner city of Dublin, he had a boat, still has a boat, he's in the 70s now, but he had a boat when we were growing up and used to take us out to a place called Bullock Harbour when we were children to go fishing. Some of you are nodding, you know that harbour. It's near Dorky Island. But he used to bring us out there fishing and oftentimes or not, we wouldn't catch that much. But he would insist on taking us out anyway for the experience. But I remember one time in particular, 
he was taking us out. It was around September time and we were mackerel fishing. And we'd gone out to a place called the Cigar, just past Dorky Island, and we caught nothing. And there was a frustration the boat. There was my brother Graham on the boat, there was my brother Steve and my sisters and my mum, and we weren't catching anything, and it was getting about five o'clock, and my mother in particular was getting a bit frustrated and not catching anything. Anyway, to cut a long story short, my father had this great idea to take us out to the Kish Lighthouse to go fishing. Does anyone know where the Kish Lighthouse is? About five miles out into the Irish Sea. <laughs> so my mother was looking at him going, Davis, I'm not quite sure this is a good idea. But anyway, we went out and we were traveling. It was uh, quite dark, but not too dark. Anyway, we got out there and he said, let's try and fish. And I remember looking at my father at that moment and he could see in my face that there was a real sense of nervousness because I'd never been out in that deep water before. I was about 12 years old at the time. And he said, let's fish here. I think we could catch some decent cod and some other fish as well. And we did. It was the biggest catch that I ever remember as a child uh, catching. And I remember the excitement of coming back into Bullock Harbour with all the fish on the boat. And the, the whole atmosphere had changed from one of trepidation and fear into one of excitement and exhilaration as we got back to the harbour. My father was a butcher, he took all the fish and sold them in the shop. So we liked the interior after all. But anyway, what I was thinking about was how in that small example there was transformation in my own heart from one of fear and trepidation to one of trust in trusting my father uh, in, in catching the fish. And I think the same is happening for Peter in our gospel today. I think he has been called to go deeper. And he's been called to go out of his comfort zone, to be transformed in his faith in a way that's even beyond his own capability. And Peter is one whose faith is indeed, and indeed his leadership is transformed over time. Peter is a character I love in the Bible, someone that I've learned an awful lot from personally. But for us and, and for you as leaders, wherever you are on the journey of leadership, there's transformation taking place in your heart right now. And the Christian faith is a journey. It's not a destination. We're always learning. And for us as leaders, no matter what we're doing, there are key elements that God is working on over time in our hearts, like humility, vulnerability, vision, care, trust, communication, the list goes on and are different for you as they will be for me. But in this passage, Peter goes through various types of transformation in his own character. And Luke repeats these transformations in the various passages and particularly the parables that he highlights in the gospel. But for Peter, there are certain aspects that are being transformed in his leadership. The first is that God is transforming his frustration. There is an awful lot of frustration, I know for myself, uh, coming out of COVID as a leader. An awful lot of frustration. Great opportunities too. But for us as leaders and for you as leaders, you will face frustration and you will face things that won't work out your way. And for Peter, he was a fisherman. This was his profession. He was known to be good at it, otherwise he wouldn't continue it, and he was catching nothing. 
And so in that frustration, the really interesting part of the passage is that Christ meets him in that moment of frustration. He listens to him, but he also challenges him beyond what he can do himself. So our frustration is something which God doesn't leave us there. He transforms us out of that place and oftentimes we grow through it. So God transformed his frustration. Secondly, he transforms Peter's reliance on himself. There's such a temptation to be the type of leader which is all about our own abilities. Nothing wrong with our abilities and nothing wrong with what we have or the gifts God's given us. But in this passage, Peter goes beyond his own abilities as a fisherman. He goes beyond the place that he knows into the deep water. And it's in that place that the great catch happens. And I think for Peter, as for us, there's a challenge in that, to move beyond what we can do ourselves, to trust God in the deep water. Lastly, he transforms his heart to share. If you notice in the passage, and I know Luke and my favorite gospels, that there are two boats, but only one boat takes up the call to move out and the other boat stays at the shore. And we see that when the catch happens, and when there's an abundance of fish, in Peter's excitement, he calls the second boat out to share in the catch. Leadership is not just a journey of working through our frustration. It's not just a journey of being transformed in our self-reliance. It's also a journey of sharing with others what God has done in our lives, even in the frustrating parts. And then lastly, what he does in the heart of Peter is he transforms his posture. I love the last section of this gospel where Jesus says to Peter, do not be afraid. Do you notice the progression in the passage that Peter has moved from calling Christ teacher or master in another translation to now calling him Lord? The move through frustration and into self-reliance and into sharing there is a move from Jesus seeing Christ just as a teacher to actually seeing him as Lord of all. And in that, he is saying, I'm not worthy. I'm not able to accept this call of leadership. I'm, like Isaiah, it's not something that I should do because I'm a broken man or a poor leader. But yes, in it, Jesus looks at him and says, do not be afraid. And I think for us in these times, as you might have seen, in the Independent, if you read the Independent recently, there was a big article about fear in society at the moment. They quoted Seamus Heaney, the famous playwright who died in 2013. His last words, he texted to his wife, who wasn't with him when he died, Malete Temere, which is the quote from the Latin Vulgate, which is, do not be afraid, because his wife was very fearful of his, of our husband's death. And the article went on to say the posture at the moment is one very much of fear, but yet if we move out of that into trusting, we can see great transformation. And that's a quote. So for us as leaders, as we look at this passage, as we look at Isaiah, we're reminded that Jesus brought Peter deeper, both in his personal transformation, but also in his effectiveness as a leader, above and beyond what he could do himself. And we are called 
to do the same. That's a daily journey of transformation where love and fear are the bedrock. A little bit like my father, as I learned from him in taking me beyond my comfort zone, he taught me a valuable lesson of perfect love cast out fear and that sometimes we are called into the deeper places and as leaders if we do that I think we will see great catches. Amen. Amen. Amen.